All right, everybody, we're going to move over to part two. Um, if you have not listened to part one of the Fazio course at Barefoot, uh, please go back, listen to that, um, so you can get kind of the overview of the clubhouse and some of the practice facilities and other things like that as they're shared at this resort. Uh, you don't want to miss that and hearing the review for course number one before you hop over to course number two, the Davis Love Designed course, um, which we're going to go through now. All right, welcome on back. As we continue through the Barefoot Resort, uh, we're going to move over to the Love Course, um, designed by David Love the Third. Um, it has a couple of interesting features that we'll get into uh, here in just a second. But um, the way that it plays, it's about a seven thousand yard par seventy two. If you play it from the tips, um, but first, like we did on the Fazio course, want to go through a Ty and Joe and. Uh, get their opinion on it um, from a price perspective and see what they thought about that. So, uh, Joe, we'll kick it off with you. So we paid the exact same uh, the second 18. Um, and I was much happier with that 59 bucks spent. I will say we'll, we'll get into more reasons why in a few minutes. Um, but I think um, it's anywhere from 100 to 200 if you're out of town, um, depending on the time of year. Um, still extremely steep for this course, um, and I would highly suggest either um, contacting us to play with one of us if you want to play this course so we can get you a cheaper price or uh, getting the Myrtle Beach Golf Passport to get that price down. And Ty, any other things to add on that? I like how Joe said that contact us. Like, <laughs> Joe's going to like, be careful. I don't know how many people are going to Hey, I didn't say Joe. lodging. I said I play golf. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> you got to be careful. I don't want to get burnt by that red hair on that same cart. Yeah. Social distance from Joe right now. That's, that's ex- yeah, that's that's fair. Twenty four seven, not just this last two months. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to do the same format that we just did for the Fazio course. Um, one thing of note that I didn't bring up before: um, any of y'all that may have watched the Big Break when that was still a thing on Golf Channel, these courses at the Barefoot Resort actually hosted the uh, Big Break Myrtle Beach. So if you ever want to go back and watch that, that's pretty interesting. I know I grew up, I'd watch that every now and then. I don't remember which one that was specifically, but um, I enjoyed watching that show. Um, but we'll kick over to start out the love course with Ty again on number one. Take it, take it from here, buddy. Yes, I like, I like this opening hole. Um, it's got two kind of big mounds kind of right in the center. Uh, your T-ball just want to aim at this, that right mound. Uh, this won't really bring anything crazy into play. It gets a little bit wide. Um, if you go up that right side anyway, then you just have a wedge in. Um, pretty straightforward. The greens here are definitely a lot smaller than the greens at the Fazio course. Um, I did my, my I mean, I, I like that greens were smaller and better shape, in my opinion, all around, and kind of the runoff areas were uh, in better shape too, uh, which also helped. Um, just, yeah, pretty straightforward flip wedge into a, a front pin. Um, good opening hole, not nothing too crazy. Uh, number two, the uh, par five. Uh, this is a good good par five right here to start. Not that not that long or anything uh, for par five reasons. Uh, you got a little bit of mess in the tree up the right side. Um, really, a few trees maybe if you're trying to lay up and get a little bit closer. You just want to block, be blocked out, anything like that. Um, good looking green. You got two bunkers on each side of it in the front. 
Uh, definitely one of the smaller greens probably on this course, which says a lot. Definitely not big at all, but um, definitely a birdable, birdable par five. Um, then number three, uh, par three over the water, um, whole bunch of runoff areas to the left. Uh, you usually get a good wind um, hurting you on this hole. Um, so you got a little bunker on your short right to maybe save you a little bit. Uh, but if you definitely leave one out there, a balloon one, uh, just it seems like the angle of the tee box makes you kind of go over that water or bail out hard left. Um, good looking, good looking first three holes to start though. Starting three holes. Um, and then we got number four. So this is, I think the signature on the course, um, my favorite, I, I played this hole a little differently than most people might. Um, so this hole, it's a shade under 300, um, 294. Um, uh, you can hit anywhere from a, a you know, seven iron, six iron, three wood driver, whatever you want to hit. Um, the fairway's wide and biting. Um, there's a couple bunkers here and there. So you just want to avoid those if you're going to lay up. Um, but I don't lay up. So I went at the green on this one, and behind the green are these giant brick walls, and it's uh, the website says it is the remains of an old brick plantation house um, that either collapsed or they knocked down and left the ruins sitting there. Um, so if you look online or in the pictures I've got on the website, you can kind of see that. They advertise it pretty heavily. Um, so I hit a big old draw in there, uh, banked it off the brick wall to the left of the green, and it rolled to about 15 feet. Uh, pretty flat green, uh, missed my eagle putt on the right side by a hair, had to tap in for birdie, um, but just a super cool golf hole. I mean, it's you can play it however you want to play it. Um, you can play it straight forward to the seven iron, or you can do a little bank shot like I chose to. Well, didn't chose to, just kind of happened that way, but it worked out. Um, so just a, an awesome looking golf hole with those ruins in the back, and just I, I just absolutely love this golf hole. Um, so that short little easy one gets followed up by number five, uh, 400, just a long bear of a par four. Uh, water to the right. Um, so, you know, the low, higher handicap golfers, you got to be wary of that water over there. You got a drop off area before that water you can land in. Uh, bunkers protecting the fairway, and you got to absolutely kill one to fly those bunkers. And even if you do, you'll still have 180, 190 in. Uh, to a green, it's pretty flat, um, but it is pretty uh, guarded by bunkers, and it's got runoffs on every side. Um, and you do not want to go long. If you, if you hit the green and bounce off, you're probably by the cart path. Um, barely being able to see the flag. And if you fly it long, you're probably in the woods and just absolutely dead. Go ahead and pick up for your double or triple. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a bear of a golf hole. I mean, you got to hit two great shots. And then um, if you do, you might have a reasonable birdie putt because the green's not too bad. So for number six, let me pull up the picture. Oh yeah, number six, um, it's playing back towards those ruins uh, that I talked about on number four. Uh, pretty inviting fairway. You got water right, but it really shouldn't be in play. Um, some trees right, a bunker right that might be in play if you kind of fade one a little bit. Um, there's garbage up the left, uh, pretty big weeds and uh, fescue grass if you hook one. Um, a bunker up there as well. Um, but it's a pretty inviting driving hole, so you just got to put one out in the middle of the fairway. And then the screen's pretty cool, so it's on a little bit of a hill, just short of that uh, old plantation um, brick I was talking about. And it's actually the it's raised above the fairway and it's like, it's got like a brick wall where it's raised um, where part of the plantation house used to be. So it's a really cool visual. So you got to fly right over that little brick wall onto the green, uh, pretty long, narrow green, uh, two tiered um, pretty drastically from front to back. So you really got to hit your approach shot on the right side of it. Um, and if you miss right, you could be nestled up against that brick wall. If you miss left, it's fescue grass, uh, long uh, cart path. So it's just, 
it's not a hard hole, but you really got to make sure you don't miss in the wrong spots around the green. Um, just another really cool golf hole, and it uses those old ruins uh, very well to kind of frame it. Um, another hole I really enjoyed. So I'll turn it over to Ty for a little harder par four, number seven. Yeah, definitely um, kind of you don't hit one well, kind of, well, I'll say for me, for some of the shorter hitters. Um, you got bunkers up the left and you kind of get a little bit wider if you go up the right side, but you can get further right and then not even take those into play. Um, but it always seems like the wind's back into you. Uh, you got kind of houses and residential stuff up the left. Um, but you hit a good drive out there and then you still have a long second shot in there. We, uh, our pin was in the, in the back and it's just a long, long hole. It seems like I hit hybrid in there and thank God I hit a good shot. But I mean, you're hitting the longer club into the, into that this this green every time. You get a bunker, you miss it right, but if you just hit a terrible shot, you're, there is water in the left and a big runoff gully to the left, or excuse me, water to the right and a big runoff gully to the left. Um, it's just not an easy up and down any way you look at it. Great, good golf hole though. Um, number eight, the par five. Um, you got a you got a bunker up the uh, kind of up the middle. Um, you got room to your left as well. Um, well, not that much. Well, you got a little bit of room up to your left. Um, you get more room, kind of bailout area is definitely right. Um, then really kind of your second shot into it, really not too crazy. Um, and you just kind of keep it straightforward. If you blow an off crazy left, it's dead. And then a little stream, you blow on a crazy right, it's in some trees. Um, but you definitely want to get down there far enough because you got to probably – 40, 50 yards of marsh area um, and big slope and two-tier green here. Um, kind of cuts the green in half. If you definitely want to be up on top, up on top of this green, that's where our flag was. Um, I mean, if you, you're you down there, you'd almost be rather chipping than putting back up this green. But um, good part good part five, though. Um, not, not anything too crazy, but makes up a little bit in length. Um, and number nine, this is a crazy tough part three uh the 235 all the way back there wind in our face um i'm i'm praying joe hits a good shot because i don't i don't hit I, I don't hit the ball that far so you got a big green sloping front to back um, one of the probably the bigger greens on this course but i guess you had to make up for it when you have 235 yard part threes um you got some bunkers kind of surrounding um surrounding it short a pretty steep one up the right side um you really, I mean, anywhere in front of the green is all right. You got you can get up and down, try to chip and make a putt, and probably get on to the next hole and move on on the turn. Um, and the same thing here. Um, when you move the ten, you don't go back to the you don't go back to the clubhouse, which I guess when you have four three courses, it's kind of hard to direct them back and away from everybody. Um, but I guess it's something you got to prepare for if you go out there. Uh, definitely. Um, take some extra beer or some food or something like that. There is a cart girl going around, but just kind of keep that in mind. And I'll turn yeah, so after that, the back brutal, the back um, par three, we've got another a short hole, but not an easy one. Um, so you've got a short little par four, water up to the left if you kind of hook or pull one, uh, woods and trees and bunkers up the right if you push one, which all four of us did. Um, not a great way to play that hole over there. Um, but what you should do is just hit anywhere from, if you're a really short hitter or a driver, uh, not maybe like a, five four three iron just middle of the fairway uh from there you got to cover a pretty big waste bunker um to a green that's got a couple little tiers to it 
it's got a, a, rise, a raised front tier and then a raised back tier with the middle one kind of like almost a, a sunken indention in the middle of the green. Um, so if the pin's there and you hit a good shot, I mean, everything kind of funnels to where the pin is. So it's kind of a cool little feature. Um, overall, it's not a hard hole, but, I mean, you got to make sure you hit that tee shot where you want it. Uh, from there, it's pretty straightforward. Um, so after that, we've got number 11. So this hole is sweet. Um, if number four is my favorite in the front, I think this is probably my favorite in the back. So it's a short little par three. Uh, and Mr. Love takes a, a note from the Foz um, and makes it two greens. So you can either play the left green or the right green. Um, either one, it's going to be about 120 to 135 yard shot. So it's a little wedge um, to very tiny greens. A um, bunch of waste area short. So if you chunk one, you might not find your ball. Um, other than that, it's pretty par three, where if you land the ball on the green, the longest putt you probably have is 40 feet at best. Um, but it's always got some wind coming. The trees protect this, these greens pretty well, so you can't always feel it. Um, so it's just kind of a tricky little par three, but visually it's really cool. Um, I know I got a good picture of it, so hopefully we'll be able to share it with you guys. Um, so from there, we've got number 12. Let me pull it up. All right, so number 12, it's a short little, or not short, it's a medium length dog leg par four. Um, you can hit a driver as far as you want. Um, you might want to take a little off on the left side to cover the bunker um, because it does move to the left. If you hit one right and you hit it to the fairway, you could be in someone's backyard. Um, other than that, it's a pretty straightforward tee shot. From there, you got to cover a little bit of marsh, but you'd have to really hit one heavy to get in there. Um, from there, the green's pretty straightforward. Um, it is kind of two-tiered back to front. Um, so if you are on that back tier, it is a pretty difficult putt to the front. So you got to kind of pay attention to where you're hitting your iron on that one. Uh, runoffs all around, the way around it. Um, wasn't my favorite home, of course, but definitely a little challenging. Got to make sure you hit a good tee shot and the second shot where you want it from there. Um, so from there, I'll turn it over to Ty, number 13. Yeah, I think um, after the oh, after 12, you get the 13. I think this – it's a good golf course. Um, it's a pretty solid golf course. It's fun. I think 13 on, there's not really a bad hole on the four, 13 to finish is not a bad hole out there. They're all very different, very fun. Um, definitely, if you're not having a great day, um, you'll enjoy these last few holes. But I, I enjoyed every single one down this back stretch. Um, 13, a kind of a shorter par five. Um, you got kind of a stream running right through the middle of the fairway. Um, you can go up the right side. It really don't benefit you. Um, kind of just safer shot is up the left side. Um, you got some bridges to go back and across. Just a cool look right here. Um, you kind of just second shot's really not too terrible. Uh, you definitely can go for it. You got our group definitely had a good eagle putt. And, um, I mean, you can get up there close and have a wedge. It kind of gets a little bit tighter if you want uh, about an 80 to 60 shot in. Um, and then you get a very, get a very tough green. If you kind of look, if you ever look on a play this course or look on a kind of a map on this course, huge hill kind of in the front left of this that you can barely see the top of the pin. Um, and it's just not a big green either. Very tiny green. Um, it just makes a really cool looking golf hole and a uh, definitely scoreable par five. Um, 14, uh, another good golf hole here. Um, you got a bunker kind of kind of comes into the middle of the fairway on the right side. You definitely want to keep it as far left as you can. Um, you got a little bit of water that comes into play up there, um, but pretty much straight, pretty much straightforward. But 
Green, a lot more angulation, running running back, and then her run off back to the right as well. Um, definitely want to this shot in there. You want to be you want to be on on the pretty accurate with your irons right here. Um, you could definitely get in trouble if you miss a little left, a little right. Uh, then 15, uh, the part three. Uh, this is definitely another long one right here. Um, kind of a raised green a little bit. Uh, kind of got a little Pinehurst feel. Um, got a lot of runoff to your left, or a lot of runoff short, a lot of runoff right. You're either you're hitting the green or you're running off trying to get up and down. Um, green's not too terrible, terribly complicated, but really good looking hole. Water and marshland up the left. You got trees up the right. Uh, definitely a fun golf hole. And then after 13, too, I should probably should say, you go, this is on the other side of Highway 31. It was like May Highway in Myrtle Beach. Um, so you're kind of out there all by yourself. There's really nothing out there. Um, obviously, that area, you're going south on 31. It's not developed. A lot of it's marshland. Um, so it just kind of, I think he kind of got very creative with these last few, few holes because he kind of had like an open slate, not constricted to some of the property and the other holes near it. Um, but I think just a really, really good golf hole. And yeah, so number 16, um, 412, par 4. Um, huge fairway. I mean, it is enormous. It feels like you're on a driving range. But what Love did was put giant waste area in the very middle of the fairway. So it basically makes it into two small fairways. So you got to pick. Do you want to go up the right and have a little straighter um, approach shot to the green? But you also have to deal with water on the right, so it's kind of a tight um, drive. Or do you want to go left, have a little longer shot, but maybe a little better angle, and you're not dealing with the water right. Um, if you choose to go up that left side, which uh, I think most of us did, Ty went super left. There are some trees over there. Don't do that. Um, but from there, you're only going to have um, anywhere between you know, 160 <laughs> to 100 yards in, depending on how far you hit it, um, to a little bit of an elevated green. Um, steep drop off short, so you really don't want to be too short, but you also don't want to be long because there's a drop off long. Um, there is a bunker right, but it shouldn't really come into play. Um, and this green's pretty straightforward, um, not very undulating. So if you're on, on the dance floor, you should have a, a decent looking putt at it. Uh, really, really cool golf hole. I love how um, DL3 kind of gives you some options off the tee here and kind of lets you pick your own way to play the hole. Um, and he takes you into some trouble depending on how you, how you want to play it. Uh, so from there we go back uh, underneath highway 31, I should say um, one complaint I will have with this course, which is hopefully just what we experience and not what everyone else will. It was uh, the underneath the highway. It was one of the worst smelling uh, tunnels I think I've ever been in. Um, just, uh, just <laughs> enough to make you want to throw up, but uh, yeah um yeah so from there you go to number 17 and it's a fairly long par four um you got to hit your drive pretty well because the fairway slopes pretty hard right to left um almost looks kind of like an augusta national kind of deal where it's got a big sloping fairway uh with a bunker on the right um if you're a longer hitter you can cover that bunker and you should only have like a wedge in Uh, if you're a little shorter hitter you got to kind of lay up short of it and you'll have anywhere from 160 to 190 um, yards into a pretty, it's a pretty difficult approach shot. There's um, run off left, run off right. Um, if you blow one over, you're in the woods and dead. Um, it's an elevated green, kind of two tiered, so you got to pay attention to where you're hitting your your ball on this one to get yourself a good birdie putt. Um, just a very strong 17th hole, um, one of my favorites on this course. And for number 18, number 18, we've got a pretty uh, hard. 
par five to finish um, where you want to hit your drive about 300 yards. Um, you got a bunch of wasteland um, cutting into the fairway and the fairway there. I mean, it's only uh, maybe 20 yards long. So you might want to hit something a little shorter and turn this into a three shot hole. Uh, you got woods all the way up the right. Um, so really you can't miss the right. You can't miss the left. This is the 18th hole where you really just got to hit the fairway. You got to step up and hit a good shot. Um, from there, it's a pretty generous landing area in terms of laying up. Um, unless you get a little closer to the green, it starts pinching in uh, towards the green. It's got water defending it um, short left. It's got a bunker right. Um, long's not too bad, um, but this is a pretty narrow, long green. And if the pin's in the back and you got to take on a lot of that water, it can be a pretty scary shot to finish your, finish your round. Um, the green itself is uh, pretty flat again, so it's, it's a good birdie chance if you play this hole well. Um, but if you hit a bad shot off the tee, it's just a nightmare finishing hole. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, number 18 at the love, and that was the end of our 36-hole day. All right, boys. Um, obviously, a lot of golf in one day, and it sounds from everything that I've heard that you guys really enjoyed the love course much more than the Fazio. So I'm interested to hear kind of what you think um, – Rating-wise, uh, the love course compared to the Fazio, having played them on the same day. Um, and, Joe, I will start out with you on this one. Okay, so I believe I gave the Fazio a 4.9. Um, like I said, I really wasn't impressed. Um, it's, it was an absolute delight for the second 18 to be on the love. Um, I've played the Dyes well um, at Barefoot. I've not played the Norman, but so far the love is by far my favorite. Um, it's just, it's a more inviting golf course than the Fazio. It's just, it's more open off the tee. And you have more options how to play the holes. Um, I thought the greens ran so much better. The rough was in so much better shape. Um, aesthetically, I just thought it was better. Um, the holes made more sense. Um, there wasn't any just crazy quirky holes where I didn't understand why he put that there. Um, so overall, man, I just had a great, a great time on this love course. And I'm, I'm glad we didn't get rained out this time. So for my rating... Um, I can't go as high as Caledonia. That course is just, it's on a, a whole other plateau, but I'll give this one a, a solid 7.3. Um, I, I think Caledonia has more prestige and has a better atmosphere to it. But I mean, this golf course, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. It's definitely in my top, you know, five golf courses you can play anywhere from Wilmington to Myrtle Beach. And Ty, what you got? Yeah, I love, I, I'm right there with Joe. I love this golf course. It's, um, just a finishing last few holes just made it even more fun to me. I'm so cool. I'm so glad I got to play, actually play those last few holes now. Um, it's definitely worth worth it, and uh, definitely after the Fazio course, I'm like, well, this might just be an all right day. And then it just kind of just kind of get your these holes. These holes just grab your attention, um, just make you have a, like a fun round. That's a good good resort round. You can make some birdies in there. Obviously, it always helps when you play good too. Um, but I'm going with, oh man, I'm going, I'm going with eight. I mean, I love those last few holes. It's in great shape. Um, I mean, I didn't think it, it would get close to Caledonia when we were going out there and play it. Um, but I okay. absolutely So loved, that would make it, and it. I'm going to round up on the second decimal place. That would give this one a 7.7. 7. So... That's a obviously a good score, and for the listeners, I hope you realize that a seven point seven, while that might be a a C in a educational class, is 
not necessarily a bad thing in the way that we're going to review these. A 10 is almost non-existent. Um, Eight is a very good course. Uh, Nine is going to be an incredible course. Yeah, to Uh, to touch on that, I mean, we're talking, I mean, if we played Augusta National or Cypress or Seminole or those courses, they might get like a 9.5 or a 10. Um, To be anywhere from a 7 to an 8 to 8.5 to a 9, the courses most public golfers can play, I mean, we're very high praise for these courses. Um, So me saying 7.3 for the love is, I was very happy with this place, so. Oh yeah, good play. Definitely, definitely top three in Myrtle Beach, Grand Strand, the coast of North Carolina. All right, everyone, there you have it. Uh, the Love Course at Barefoot Resort. I uh, hope you enjoyed the review. Uh, apologize for a little bit of the audio overlapping at times. Uh, working on that, make the thing better. Um, stick with us. We'll have another review out to you very soon. Um, if you did not listen to episode one again of this part, uh, this two-part episode. Please go back and listen to the Fazio course and then the love course as well. But thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon.